You are listening to the Single Mom Cast by Arise Ministries. This podcast was created with you, the single mom, in mind. And over this series, we are going to introduce you to three powerful women who have walked in your shoes. They were brave enough to sit down with us and film a Bible study called This Is My Story. They each told their story and we connect it to a Bible story. But today we are going to explore a little deeper a story by Christian Jackson. So I want to introduce you to my friend um, and someone that I really look up to that I think is also a super cute dresser, uh, Christian Jackson. (laughs) Christian, thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. You always look adorable and you have this like green eyes with this like green dress. Oh my gosh. I mean, guys, we're going to have to post a photo (laughs) for you of her because stunning. Christian, I'm so glad you took time to be here. I know you're busy and you got a little boy and there's probably something better you could be doing. I don't know about that. I live live a pretty boring life. I work a lot though. (laughs) You do. You are a hard worker. What do you, what do you do for a living? Can you say that? Yeah, for sure. I work as a corporate recruiter um, here for an agency here in Oklahoma City. Uh, I recruit actually nationwide though so I just spend a lot of time talking to people and I enjoy it I love it well I'm glad you're good at talking because we're going to do some of that this is my first podcast though I will say so I'm a little nervous but excited (laughs) you always kind of introduce new things to me so excited to be here (laughs) you're going to be a podcast pro after this I hope so yeah I believe it (laughs) do you want to tell us we know what you do for a living and we know you're a super cute dresser like what else do we need to know about you that's probably the main (laughs) no just kidding (laughs) yeah so a little bit about me. Um, I'm 30 years old, turned 30 last year, and um, obviously a single mom, which is why I am a part of this amazing group of women. I graduated from the University of Oklahoma, so boomer sooner. Boomer sooner. Yes, okay. Yes. And uh, I've been working in uh, like human resources, recruiting field for a little over six years now. Okay. Um, and so I enjoy it. I enjoy the fact that I get to help people um, as well as talk to people, find them jobs, and really just a lot of people kind of use their careers and things. That's their livelihood. So I love to assist them in in any way I can. So that's a little bit about me. I uh, have a five-year-old son. Yes, you do. Yes. And he he is just the joy of my life. Yeah, And wild too. And adorable. (laughs) the, The problem with Kai is that he's wild and cute. Yes. And he knows it. Yeah. He's awesome. (laughs) Like he is so, has so much energy. He's so smart and he honestly probably challenges me on a daily basis Mm -hmm. and it it causes me to grow um, tremendously, which is crazy how kids can kind of do that. So yeah, they are good at that. Mm -hmm. And to just, you know, we really learn how patient and strong. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I learn patience. He teaches me, you know, sometimes at his age at five, I don't know if it's just him or every five-year-old but my experience with him is I'll ask him to do something or say something and he is at the stage where he asks a lot of why Mm -hmm. questions okay and so it really challenges me in times where I'm just like well just do it but then I take a step back and I'm like well let me try to explain why because he really latches on to that and if I tell him something he remembers it the next time so um, it's been just interesting going through this phase I have one that way my second born 
if he understands the why, then he will follow the rules. Yeah. But if not, he's willing to break it. Yeah. And don't you think we maybe do that with the Lord? If I can like bring the spiritual for a moment, I've thought about that. Yeah. Like, why are you always asking why that the Lord's probably like, mm-hmm. um, I wonder where he learned that from. <laughs> I never thought about it yes. like that, but it is Aren't true. Aren't we always like, oh, why did this yes. have to happen? Or yes. why should I do that? Or yeah, we're definitely doing that same thing to our father. Yeah. So. I'll remember that next time. Yes, you can be like, okay, I'll be patient because I'm asking the Lord. I do why. this too. <laughs> I love Kai. He's adorable, and he. Thank I you. love. He loves love you. Boys. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you're such a great boy, mom. Like he loves coming and playing, and you're you have so many things. Because and... I'm like, listen, there's really nothing in this house that if you break, like, <laughs> that is a big deal. <laughs> because we've been there. Yeah, we have the stinky boys. We get it. Um, so I love. I mean, you have this experience, and. Um, you're pretty new to the single mom field, not super new, but um, I I think it's really important and I really respect and am proud of you for jumping head in and going, this is my story and I don't have to get to a certain point before I can start telling it and letting the Lord use it. So I wanted to say that before we keep going, that I'm so proud of you for not going, "Um, Mel, I'm not an expert yet. Um, I think I tried to though. You did? I think so. And I was like, "Mm." I was like, I don't think I think I mentioned that in my story. I was like, I don't think I, but, um, you I, know, I did that thing where I said, maybe you should pray about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that you did. It, yeah. it um, has been a, an amazing opportunity even, uh, to sit down and, and really think through my story. Cause I think because I was just going through everything so fast that it was actually eye opening to me too. Okay. And to look for what part of this is worthy to be told. And then you see like the yes. Lord all in it. Yeah. So I want to tell the listeners a little bit of how we got here and what we're talking about. We decided to do a Bible study that is on our website at, uh, why did I forget our website? It's risesinglemoms.com. <laughs> and that's where we're at today. Ladies, we are forgetting the normal stuff that we should know. This Bible study is on there. It's called, this is my story. And we have three women, Katie, Melissa, and Christian that tell their story. And then we find a story in scripture, but I called Christian up and I said, would you be willing to do this? And she's like, I don't know. Let me, you know, and I said, pray about it. She said, okay. And when she decided I want to do this, I asked her, can you pick one word that would describe your whole story? And I think instantly, or maybe I can't remember, but you were like, okay, um, well, let me say, back up. The first thing she told me was, I don't think that my story is good enough. And I was like, girl, And then I remember you saying, and if you go watch the video, she talks about her parents being really awesome and still married and that everyone would say they were like the Huxtables and they wanted to come over. And I remember you saying, I just don't think my story's exciting or, and the enemy was just lying to you of going, man, this thing that the Lord gave you, that's a blessing. I'm going to make you feel kind of ashamed about it. Right. And I just love that everyone's story is different. And you have a story where you're like, I have really awesome parents yeah. and bad things still, still happen. happen. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. Um, and your parents are incredible and they prayed are. for you. And yeah. And it wasn't that their prayers weren't answered. It was just answered differently. And so the fact that you felt that way in the beginning, but still 
set in front of a camera and told your story um, is just really awesome. So I am super thankful. Um, so I, let's dig into a little bit of your story, and yeah. then I'm going to ask you about the word that you picked and why you picked it. So okay. um, you you tell uh, in the Bible study a little bit of how you became a single mom and, mm-hmm. and what you were feeling and what that was like. Do you want to kind of recap that for us and maybe let us know why you didn't think you were worthy of doing this? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I you know, just a little just put it all out there. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, I um I remember, you know, you mentioned I was real really new to being a single mom, still am. Um, you know, it's been a little over a year and a half now. Um, and so I think when you initially asked, I still was in uh, the mindset of this being a failure, to be honest, mm-hmm. and really going through that internally. Um, I mentioned in my story, you know, divorce isn't really something that I grew up around. My my intermediate family is all married and for many years. Uh, I mentioned my grandparents over 50, my parents over 30, and my sister over a decade. So I think that Internally, that was the biggest struggle and even coming out to the people that I love that um, it wasn't a healthy situation that I was in. And so um, just having a little bit of, of shame about that. And I didn't really my main thing was I didn't want to disappoint my family. Mm-hmm. Um, when I look back at it, I stayed in a situation not even thinking about myself much. It was really just not wanting to disappoint, uh, not wanting, wondering what people might say about the situation. And so I just kind of stayed quiet for a long time. Mm. Yeah. And, and then you just sort of kept carrying that feeling and shame with you even after, because I remember when I asked you, there was just all of this. And we all have a hesitancy. I mean, some yeah. of us might be like, yes, put me in front of a camera. I want to be vulnerable. Yeah. But most of us in that moment, I was asking you to tell one of the most hurtful things mm-hmm. you've ever experienced that then goes on the Internet. Right. For who to see. Like, what? Um, <laughs> yeah. But when I asked you to pick a word, you sort of surprised me with the word that you picked. You picked the word trust. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about why you picked that word and how that word and all of those feelings intermix. Yeah, for sure. I think initially I I didn't have a word. I really struggled like thinking of something that's like, oh, that that's my story that that is relatable to what I've been through. And then I remember just kind of going through and in my mind processing everything I've been through. And at every turn, every obstacle, I realized when I just kind of let go and trust God that every single situation turned out for our good. Um, And when I say our, me and my son. And so, um, in that realization, I remember when I realized the word, I started crying. I was like by myself, no one was around, and I was sitting thinking about what is my story. And every single turn that I mentioned in in the video, I felt like everything you could put trust in was just failing. It was faulty ground for me. So not only my marriage, but um, also my home. And I didn't go into great detail on it. But at the time, my ex-husband had packed his things and left and we were going through um, like counseling and things like that. Our home was an older home. It was on quite a bit of land. And so it was just me and 
a three-year-old, you know, yeah. living in this home that's falling apart, literally falling yeah. apart. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I just took a look in, and everything just worked out how it should in the end. Um, but while I was going through it, I noticed every time I just kind of let the situation um, go, trust God and pray, a solution was there. I love hearing that. And I remember this was kind of crazy and I'm not trying to be super spiritual here, but I want our listeners to know how this worked out. Yeah. When you texted me the night before I had sat down and I was thinking about, because I come in after you tell your story and I bring it into a scripture, uh, a story out of scripture with Jesus. Right. And I was thinking, I don't know what word Christian is going to pick, but I really feel like I'm supposed to do this story out of Matthew 14, where Peter walks on water, but I don't know what story she's going to, or what word she's going to pick. And I remember you texting me, I got my word, it's trust. Mm. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is perfect because the Lord told me this story. So let me unpack this moment um, that I walked through, and then we will talk a little bit more about uh, what that had to do with Christian. But um, if you find Peter at this point in Matthew 14, he's already had quite an experience with Jesus. He was a fisherman, and he wasn't catching any fish one day, and Jesus does this weird thing that he always does where he like goes out of his way, and he interrupts people in their just normal, everyday life, but also in their mess-ups. I find that Jesus is like interrupting people when they're either doing something they shouldn't or they're just struggling. <laughs> and and it's, it's interesting that Peter is not catching fish when he's a professional. Mm-hmm. And Jesus does the weird thing and says, throw your net on the other side. And for whatever reason, Peter was like, well, okay, yeah. that's going to work. <laughs> and then it does. It works. It always works when we do what Jesus tells us to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need to remind myself that, but I want to go, why? Why would I throw my net on the that other That why side? again? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but why? Oh, I'm the worst. I, I'm sorry, Lord. Uh, so Peter has had this experience and then he's followed Jesus for years at this point. And so him and Jesus, in my mind, are friends. And I think that's important to remember in this story. We all, we, you might know that later on Peter denies Jesus and they go through this moment. But right here in Matthew 14, the disciples have lost Jesus. <laughs> have you ever lost Jesus? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you hate when that happens? Um, and they are in the water, which is what they're good at. And Jesus appears and scares the other disciples, but Peter recognizes him. And Jesus does something really interesting again, I think. Here he's gone out of his way and he's in the way of them literally in their boat. And instead of getting in the boat with Peter or just high-fiving him and saying, thank you for recognizing me, he asks Peter to step out of the boat. Yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, they, they said they were in the storm here. So the water isn't like crystal clear. Like we have a lot of wind here in Oklahoma. Yeah. <laughs> so imagine it being windy and Peter steps out of the boat. And there was the trust part for me that it takes this, not just faith, But it takes this trust that I'm going to—I mean, I wonder if Peter really thought, I'm going to step on this water. (laughs) Or did he think, I'm about to sink, and then you'll save me. But he does, and he starts walking to Jesus— And the scripture tells us that he starts to doubt and that he sank. And I don't know if he sank really slow. Mm -hmm. Like I think some people, I like to imagine that he just cannonballed. Right in. And that when he looked up, 
even though he was underwater, he saw Jesus. And I almost get these chills imagining this Jesus that puts his hand in that water to pull Peter out. And, you know, Jesus doesn't slap Peter in that moment or shake him. Um, He's just like, man, you have little faith. And I'm always, we've had that moment where you're like, wow, I know. Like we trust him and then we don't. Right. And we trust him and then we don't. And what I love about your story is that your story is this like, I trusted him and then I didn't. And then I trusted him and then I stepped out of the boat and then I sank. And then he pulled me up and then I sank. And then, you know, and then Peter. If we all really lean into Peter's story, we're like, man, I am Peter. I'm like, best friends. I step out of the boat and then I sink. Mm -hmm. And then we do some cool stuff and then I deny you. And then I come running to, you know, it's just this whole pattern. And so when I was praying for you, it was so incredible that the Lord was like, this is my girl stepping out of the boat. So you telling your story was that moment for you, too. I don't know if you sank (laughs) after it. Um, But I'm wondering, you know, because we're just like when he stepped out of the boat, we talk about this in VBS and with little kids, but that's next level trust. Yes, that is definitely stepping onto water. <laughs> yes, and so I I loved the um, tie in that you had with with the Peter story because I just loved it because it, I saw myself in that story yeah. for sure, um, even in the fact that he did doubt, began to sink, but God still was there. Jesus still pulled him out. And I thought back about just the many times that I doubted uh, throughout the uh, divorce proceeding. I mentioned the home. Um, I doubted that situation. I was scared that I wouldn't be able to afford a different home and that I couldn't survive financially without my ex-husband. And I mentioned in my story, you know, it just all worked out. Um, I was able to get a new home in a great area, um, not too far from from Kai's school. I don't think I mentioned the full story on my car, but shortly after the house, I got in a car wreck and totaled my car. And so um, even in that situation, I had just, you know, did the loan process and everything for my home. So I was like, now I can't get a new car. They barely let me get that house by myself, you know, and it just all worked out. I I was able to get a newer, nicer car than I than I was driving previously and not even pay anything more than what I was paying before. And so just at every turn, he's like, hey, I'm here. Yeah. You can trust me. Um, so I love that you tied that story in. Well, and the, the important part we have to remember is that Jesus didn't, you know, grab the collar of his shirt and yank him out of the boat, which some, I mean, sometimes yeah. he does do that, <laughs> but that, that Peter had to step out of the boat. And, you know, I don't know for you, but when I look back at my life, there are these moments where I'm like, I did step out of the boat and we need to acknowledge those moments of, yeah. I did trust the Lord there. There are stories where I didn't mm-hmm. and I, we just got to chalk that up and say, darn, I'm going to do better next time. But right. to, I guess for our listeners, I just want to encourage them. If, if you see the Lord in front of you, step out of the boat. Yes. Because you won't find a story in scripture where somebody sank and Jesus just watched them. Right. He always came through. Yeah. And you will hear this if you go listen. And even if you're listening today, but if you go watch Christian's story and the other's stories, you're going to see a Jesus that is always pulling people up out of the water. That's why we trust him. 
because he is faithful. And, and like you said, we trust these other things. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just thinking. And that's also why this has nothing to do with today's podcast, but why community is so important because sometimes we're sinking and there's those other people that pull us up too. And, um, you know, I think the Lord put us in each other's lives at a really big moment as well. I met Christian when I was transitioning out of my uh, job at a church to work here at Arise, and I didn't know she was going through a divorce. It was just all of these moments where I think the Lord's like, I'm going to put people next to you because you feel like you're underwater. I felt like I was. You really were. I just didn't know it. (laughs) Um, So we were both flailing for Jesus and he came through. (laughs) He was right there. He was. I loved what you said um, in the beginning when you talked about you sat down to process your story, that that was really good for you. Talk to me a little bit about that and our listeners of would you encourage them to sit down and do this? And what yeah. does that look like? What would it look like for them to really process their story? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, and it honestly was very healing for me. And I think that we kind of go through things day to day. We're busy, our life, and we don't have time to process and think, like, what did I just go through? What just happened? And yeah. that was definitely me because I was moving from one thing to the other. Um, there was a point where I was concerned for my son's safety, so my focus was on that. And I never really sat down and said, hey, Like we did all of these things and um, had all of these blessings and just that time to honestly look back and be thankful um, was very healing as well. And just be grateful uh, for all of the blessings that um, God showed me during those tough times. Yeah. So did you just think through it in your mind or did you write it out? I wrote it out. wrote it out. Yeah, I wrote it out and I probably still have it, honestly. Um, And it's funny because I even talked to my counselor about it. Um, I said, hey, you know, someone wants me to talk about my story. And she's like, yes, I think that you have a story for sure. And so um, she said, I think that if you just sit down and kind of write it through and really hit on those key moments that I think that, I almost, um, I don't want to say I buried those moments, but I tried to not pay attention to them because I didn't really want to feel that hurt, to be honest. I get that. Yeah. We talk about that life is a roller coaster, and I think this is interesting because my son recently went to this little, I don't even know what, it's like a Six Flags that I grew up going to, and he told me about this ride, and and he was like, it was my favorite, and I said, oh my gosh, it's awesome, the one that has three loops, and he was like, I don't don't know how many loops, and he said, the loops were my favorite part, and I said, well, how many were there, and he was like, I don't really know, I closed my eyes, Yeah. and isn't that, it's almost the same. I knew there was three, you know, because I've gone all my life, and I've looked at it, and when we get off of the ride, and we look back, and you're like, one, two, three, holy moly, I survived. I did that. Yes. And, but when we're in it, we're, you know, some people are raising their hands screaming mm-hmm. um, and others are closing their eyes. But you don't really know and you don't understand the twists and turns and all that's happening because you're just trying to survive. Right. And I... I love that you and Katie and Melissa were brave enough. And, and I want to say that out of the three, so we have Katie, who was a fairly new single mom as well, mm-hmm. you, and then uh, Melissa was a single mom in college, and now she's married and has more kids. And I want to acknowledge that both you and Katie were like, I don't think I have a story. Yeah. And that Melissa, who is um, older, and when I say older, I mean my age, bless her hearts, she was like, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that 
one, I love that she's at a point in her life where she's like, I'm telling this story. I went through this for a reason. Definitely. I think some of us are there. And some of us are where you and Katie are, where you didn't know you had a story until somebody gave you an opportunity. And I just want to tell all of our listeners that you do have a story. Yes. And there's, if not many, there's at least one word in that story that the Lord is using. And other people need to hear your story, whatever that looks like for you. Maybe there's a friend or um, you just don't know. And I remember having a bunch of you together to go over some things and and, and one of the single moms afterwards was like, I really thought I was the only one. Yeah. And there's so many of us and we all have this story. And so I'm really proud of you guys for that. But I wanted to acknowledge that you were hesitant and that yeah. Katie was hesitant. And now look at you guys. Yeah. Look this at is your story. Yes. Like you got it. And the Lord's using it. And we've received comments and emails. Um, and so th- when the enemy tells you all of those lies, I need you to be like, nope. No. Yeah, I think that's amazing. And I know there's definitely stronger women out there than me even. So uh, any any type of encouragement I can give is that um, you guys are amazing and and live your story, live your truth um, and watch God uh, just work his miracles because it's crazy. It's amazing. Yeah, I always think if he can use me, he can definitely use you. Man, I've been <laughs> such a mess. Well, uh, one of the questions I have for you might be a little like, ooh, that's kind of sensitive or vulnerable. But I wanted to ask you if you could go back and talk to Christian maybe two or three years ago, what would you say to her? Wow, that that is a really great question. And um, taking myself back to two to three years ago, I was just in... Um, such a lost place, I would say. I think that I would tell myself, uh, it's okay to tell your truth. Like your your yeah. family will love you. Um, no one will judge you. If they do, it's okay. You yeah. know, just do what's best for you and your son. Live your life through God's word and give him all of your trust and he will take care of you. And so I think if I knew that then, mm-hmm. um, it... It would have been amazing, but knowing that now it, it is amazing. Now so. you really know. Now that I you really know. know. <laughs> yes. So, would you say you were walking in trust at that point with the Lord? You know, it's funny because I um, grew up in a Christian home, so I've always uh, had a relationship with with God. I um, I would say that I knew God. I, I if you asked me back then, I would say yes, that uh, I was trusting His Word and and His guidance. However, um, I think sometimes He has a way of challenging that a little bit mm-hmm. um, and just pushing us a little bit more and, and teaching us a few things through the process. And so I would say I've grown tremendously spiritually um, since that time for sure. So you were maybe the disciples that stayed in the boat. <laughs> I was yeah. in the boat watching. You're like, oh, God. Not going on that water. <laughs> uh, you know, I wonder sometimes about stories, like the stories that they didn't write down, or would would Matthew have written that story if Peter stayed in the boat, you yeah. know? And so we're all in the process of writing this story, but when we jump out of the boat, like it is so inspiring for all of the people. So, man, it's easy to say, though, on a podcast. Yes. I know the Lord's going to, that probably today, I'm probably going to have to step out of the boat and dress him <laughs> or something. There's always sure. in that moment. So. Yeah. Well, as we close, do you have any final encouragement that you would like to give our single moms listening today? 
yeah, just that you can you can do it. That's yeah. my <laughs> encouragement. And um, I know that it's easy to say, like you said, kind of on the other side and and not going through the things right then at that moment. And a lot of people say, you know, just let go and let God. That's the saying. Right. Um, but actually being able to do that is it takes that trust. Yeah. Um, so I can encourage you and let you know that uh it's possible and he does have your back. And um, I know the let go, let God is something that's a little cliche. What helped me let go is just being present with my son in those moments, being present with myself and being present with God. Um, So that's kind of the encouragement that I would give for for anyone that that may help at this time. I, you, I when you're like you can do it, I'm like yes I can. Yes, <laughs> I have a friend that says, oh I hate when people say let go and let God. She goes, I'm always like let go of what? Let yeah. God what? <laughs> like I don't know what I'm supposed to let go of. Yeah. yeah. So it is easy to say, or sometimes those things roll off of our tongue of you even saying you can do it. That yeah. We believe you can do it, and that's why we do these podcasts and these Bible studies. And uh, Christian and Peter both showed us that a little trust is better than no trust at all. And so no matter where you are or who you are or what you've been through or what you are going through, we believe that you can trust God. And when you do, that he's going to show up for you. So take note of this. And as you're out there, moms, writing your story, make sure that you are trusting him and live a life that steps out of the boat and reaches for the Savior when you're sinking. And let us know if you're in that moment as well. If you're sinking, we are here for you at Arise. We definitely want to walk alongside you. So moms, trust. This is your story. We want you to check out our online Bible study called This Is My Story. You get to listen to Christian's powerful story even more um, and some other heartfelt stories. And I'm confident that you will walk away encouraged and challenged as you listen to the podcast, but also explore those Bible studies. So you can find those. And this time I'm going to remember it at AriseSingleMoms.com. Have an awesome day. And Christian, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Bye, moms. Bye, moms.